Blog Talk Radio. Turn on the light. Save the world from darkness, yeah. Turn on the light. Won't you please, my friend, yeah. Welcome to the Turn on the Light broadcast with Bishop Lex, Simmons, and Ann Butterfield. We are the Ascension Pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International Church in Scottsdale, Georgia. Our co-founder is Archbishop Bishop Lex Smith, and our senior pastor is Oshabar Hartman. And his lovely wife, Lady E. We are so glad that you have tuned in. We are going to show you a God that will bring you life. So call your neighbors and call your friends. Call Lottie Dottie and everybody. Tell them that the Turn on the Light broadcast is on the air. Tell them to dial 917 388 4161. And while you're getting your neighbors and your friends, here's a song just for you. You are- 
boys to G-men and girls to ladies, uh, which is www.boys2gmen.com. That O-R-G, I'm sorry. And so you can check our website out and uh, please support us. We also um, are counselors for marriages, for marriage enhancing, uh, divorce, uh, divorce care. Um, we also uh, premarital counseling. We also do that. So please, if you uh, have these needs or know a friend that have these, please have them to call us at 770-906-0607 or go to our website and uh, make an appointment there. We'll be so you'll be so glad you did. We thank God for what He's been doing with us and through us, and we praise Him and we magnify Him. We bless His name because truly, uh, some announcements coming up. We have we are starting summer camp on Monday. Hallelujah! I'm telling you, uh, summer is here already. Yeah, it is June, the month of June in 2023. This year is just zooming by. We thank God we are starting summer camp. Come out. Uh, if you know anybody, send them uh, send them by, amen, and we are there to uh, help your children to have a safe place to have fun during the summer. We're also going to educate them. We're also going to enhance them, amen, as far as their physical uh, 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 strength and their, their mental strength. So we thank God for that, and we ask you to continue to pray with us and for us that God will continue to equip us and send out the help we need, I mean, during these times. Also, too, uh, we have Holy Convocation coming up, which is July 9th through the 16th. Amen. And we thank God for this Holy Convocation because this Convocation is special, amen, to us because we are being advanced mm-hmm. and consecrated as bishops mm-hmm. in the body of Christ, in the, in the church of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we are thanking God for uh, his mercy and his grace towards us. Amen. Uh, and we pray that uh, you will continue to pray with us and support us as we go. Uh, we want you to uh, send your donations. Amen. We need your help, amen, to help support this ministry so we can do what we do to the glory of God. So without further ado tonight, we have a word coming from uh, Bishop-elect Ann Butterfield, and uh, we pray that uh, you get your Bible, get your pen and your paper, amen, so we can uh, get into the word of God. God is good, and he's worthy to be praised. Amen. And we magnify him. We lift him up. And uh, we thank God for everything that he's doing uh, with us and through us. So we want you to even go to our website. Uh, go When you go to our website, go to our YouTube page, and uh, you'll get some uh, some good uh, uh, insight on uh, marriages, on some of the songs, the videos. Hopefully that you'll be blessed by what you hear. Our assignment is to uh, uh, perfect the body of Christ. Uh, uh, any means necessary. So we thank and praise God for this opportunity. We pray that if you hear this word uh, tonight, uh, 10 years from now, next week, whatever, when you hear this word, that you would be uplifted and be empowered. Amen. So without further ado, I present to you uh, Bishop Elect and Butterfield. Thank you. I appreciate that. We just give God um, all the glory and all the praise and all the honor for what he is doing, and we just thank him for just being God all by himself. And um, thank God for uh, the honor um, of uh, becoming a bishop um, on this journey. I had never thought about it at all, period. But 
God is calling us to this area, then uh, we're going to walk in it. So we just give God the glory and give him the praise and give him the honor and thank him for for what he has done in this day. Um, we didn't get up early and we've been going, going all day. Um, and God is, is still good and he continues to watch over <laughs> us and keep us and he continues to motivate us and everything. And um, I was just uh, wondering, okay, what we should talk about on the broadcast tonight, um, whether um, you're listening at this broadcast tonight or maybe at a later date, you would listen to this broadcast, set it word for the timing that you hear uh, this word on tonight. So it's not my deep word. It's just a, a, it's just a regular a word that uh, we as a people of God need to um be able to embrace uh, what it is that God is saying to us. So first of all, we are going to go to a couple of scriptures and look at a couple of scriptures before um, I give you uh, my topic. Um, we're going to read a couple of scriptures. The first one is is um, in uh, Psalm 56, verse 3 and 4. And it says, what time I am afraid in thee. And verse 4 says, in God I will praise this word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Uh, because that that is uh, an area that we can be a little bit concerned about. But we want to make sure that um, we are not concerned about what flesh can do to you. Ephesians 6 and 10. Ephesians 6 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Then it says, Put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Uh, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take on unto you the whole arm of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, that you will continue to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, charged with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, and at and watching unto with all perseverance, perseverance. We're going to talk about and supplication for all saints, and for me that and for me that utter utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly 
Praise God. And so we are looking at these, uh, I'm reading these particular scriptures first, and then um, there is one more scripture that I want to uh, read because these scriptures, um, I don't really need them for uh, this particular uh, subject matter, but in a way I do because we need the word. Uh, but this particular scripture um, found in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, and it, uh, it's the 13th chapter, verses um, 4 and 5, and it says, Charity suffers long and is kind, and charity endeth not. Charity advances not itself, is not puffed up, does not behave itself unseemly, Seek not her own, is not easily provoked, and thinking no evil. Rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. So these are some of the uh, these are some of the scriptures that um, this word is going to kind of touch on as as we go. But our subject uh, for tonight is uh, positive character traits in stewardship, positive character trait in stewardship. Now, when I was thinking about stewardship in our church, our pastor is really, he's talking about stewardship. And it has been very, very enlightening. And it's really uh, talking to us concerning things that are happening in our lives right now, today. Uh, not what is happening tomorrow, but what is happening now and what we need to do in order that we may be a success uh, in the future. So part positive characteristic trait in stewardship. Now, uh, one one um, character, well, first of all, let's talk about this first, that you can't do any of these things without being born again, really. Uh, we must be born again. We must receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in order that we may be able to hear his word and be able to do this word. And so in order for you to be born again, you have to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And then we can go from there of building our character traits uh, in stewardship. Okay. And so the first thing that we want to do is, first of all, be born again. Uh, second of all, not in this, this particular order, but uh, second of all is uh, be courageous. We as uh, people of God, we have to be courageous. Um, we have to have strength in the face of adversity. Uh, because uh, adversity uh, will come, but we as a people of God, we must uh, be uh, courageous. Uh, in Psalms 23, it talks about fear not. And so, therefore, that's what, where we need to be. We need to fear not because God has us covered. And if we stay focused on God and if we continue to commit ourselves unto the Lord, um, we can face adversity and face it courageously and in a positive manner, positive char characteristic, character 
positive character traits uh, in stewardship. The next one is uh, trustworthiness. Um, we are, I'm telling you, saved and unsaved. Um, we as a people have problems uh, in this in this area of our lives. Um, and God is calling us uh, to stewardship uh, in these areas. And there's no way without uh, being trustworthy. We have to be trustworthy. Um, in this trustworthiness, it includes honesty. We have to be honest. A lot of times uh, we, as even men and women of God, as born again, fire uh, baptized, and Holy Ghost still uh, have not found out what honesty uh, really is because uh, sometimes the we just not telling the full truth about something or if we over, not overlook, but just not share something that needs to be shared, we are already lying and dishonest. So we as a people have to get to a place in our life where we are we are honest through everything that we do because God is looking for us to be that way. Amen. And so reliable, reliability. We we gotta be reliable. In this trustworthiness and also in being honest, uh, we have to be reliable. I'll use let's just use for an example um, I tell my husband, uh, and he thinks, I mean, he's at home, but he thinks I'm going to the church because it is Bible study night. And so I head out with my Bible, going to the 7 p.m. service. And so I come home about 8.30, something to 9, um, uh, church is over. I come in the house and he say, you went to Bible study, everything went good? And I say, yes. But the thing is, let's just, just look at this thing. I went in the church, but I didn't stay in the church. I went in the church, but now I'm saying I went to Bible study. But I really did not. I went, but I didn't stay. So the whole key to that means now is not a yes or no conversation. A yes, I went, but I didn't stay. That's when the whole truth is told. But what we do as a people, we overlook all that stuff that we need to say and do and think that is not lying, think that is, it, 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 is, it is okay to do, think that you're still an honest person. No, you're not an honest person. You're not an honest person if you're not doing that. So the thing is, we have to make sure that we are walking in trustworthiness and that we are honest people. We are honest. We are honest. Uh, reliable. I mean, if you tell somebody you're going to do something, then they are looking for you to do it. And you should be looking to do whatever it is that you done said that you would do. Uh, God is looking for you to do it. Uh, and punctuality. 
uh, we can tell someone we're going to be at a certain place at a certain time, but we can be 30 minutes late and don't feel any kind of way about it. But the key is going to church or any other uh, appointment uh, that you may have, you need to be on time. You need to be punctual on time. We cannot set a whole bunch of different things on the same day in the same hour like they do in the doctor's office. You really cannot do that because you cannot meet all of those obligations. And if you're going to be late, let the person know because you already know you're going to be late. But when you try saying, okay, yeah, I'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there on time, I'll be there, I'll be there, knowing that you're not or you may not be there on time. The full trustworthiness of that is to say I may be late because I have other obligations. It is very important that we as people of God learn to uh, conduct ourselves in a manner that you're courageous, uh, you're trustworthy, you're honest, reliable, you're punctual, and loyal. Now, usually what's going to happen is if you have that trustworthiness and you have that honesty and you have reliability and you have punctuality, a lot of times the love, don't let us forget, I read the love scripture, and you have love in your heart, but of course we're going to go, we're going to talk about love as well because um, we don't understand that either. Sometimes we just don't understand all this stuff that God is giving to us and have right here at our fingertips, but we may not understand. So we have to be loyal. The other point is integrity. We have to have integrity. I mean, so how can we have integrity? If we do those things that I don't already talked about, it will help you to have integrity. People will see you as a person that has integrity, meaning that they can trust what you're saying. They gonna they trust that you're gonna do what you said, and they trust that you can do what you said you can do. And so uh, we got to uh, make sure that we understand all of this, and we are talking about positive character traits in stewardship. Um, positive character traits. Um, we got to make sure that we understand integrity. Um, if if we found a hundred dollars inside the church, then we are going to give it to the administration office. I found this hundred dollars. Maybe they'll give it back to you. If don't don't nobody come for it. But the key is is that for to have integrity, you got to give it up. You got to give it up. <clears throat> Uh, so we got to make sure that we have integrity uh, in all in all areas of our lives. We have to have integrity. The other um, uh, point is uh, respect. Respect. We have to respect one another. Respect one another. My husband, he always telling me uh, about the fact that um, he be talking and I'm trying to talk. So that's really not respect. That's not respect. I'm not giving respect if I'm trying to talk. Uh, He's not giving respect if he's trying to talk and I'm talking. 
So we have to make sure we give each other uh, respect. And when we are out in the workplace, we got to learn how to give people respect. A lot of times we may feel like we have the authority, uh, we have the ability, uh, we have the right to be talking while someone else is talking because maybe we the manager, maybe we the supervisor, maybe we got the floor. thing is we have to make sure that we are being respectable uh, regardless of what is going on. We need to keep ourselves in a place of being respectable, uh, respectful, and courteous. We have to be courteous one to another, uh, not swift to 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 um, give answers where uh, you don't know where the outcome is going to go. Uh, we have to be courteous by uh, respecting other people's boundaries. Um, and also having boundaries of our own that we would not cross over into an area that we should not cross over into when we know that we don't have the right uh, to do that. But sometimes we as people, we allow the flesh to uh, rule and reign, and our mind uh, is not renewed to the things of God. And so, therefore, we'll be doing stuff that is not pleasing to the Lord. So we want to make sure that we uh, respect uh, one another. Uh, you, we, one thing that we don't do is trying to give um, a whole lot of respect to one person and leaving out other people. When we talk about respect, you've got to be thinking about everybody that is involved uh, in the situation. You just can't be high-mighty thinking, you wanna you wanna be policing the leader. You wanna be police. No, you gotta be talking. You gotta be uh, courteous. You gotta be pleasing to and respectful to everybody. Uh, if you're in a meeting, you gotta be respectable uh, in that meeting to everybody, not just the ones that are in authority, but you gotta be respectable to everybody. Uh, then uh, responsibility. Uh, we have to learn to uh, take on our responsibilities. Whatever our responsibility is, we cannot um, put it off. We cannot be dragging along with responsibilities, especially when they are responsibilities that we have received that we have said that we are going to do. So, therefore, uh, we have to make sure that we are positive. We're using these positive character traits. Uh, in our stewardship. So we have to um, be responsible. And this including accountability, um, you're accountable. We have to be accountable for where we are, where we are going, and different things in our life. We we have so many uh, different areas where we need to be accountable. Uh, one area is husband and wives, um, need to be accountable to uh, each other. And then when we look at our children, we are accountable uh, to them as well. As they, We always look at they are accountable to us, but uh, we are accountable to them because they need to know where we are when we are dealing with our young uh, kids. And we need to understand that someone uh, needs to know um, where you are. So you have to make sure that um, you are 
responsible and that you are accountable. Uh, diligence. Diligence uh, is another good word for this stewardship. Is diligent. We have to be diligent in what we do. If we don't be diligent, then something is not going to get done correctly, and some things are just not going to get done if we are not using diligence. We got to keep pressing on to do whatever it is that that we are set to do as um, Pastor Butterfield and I being set to um, uh, be bishops, then whatever that task is that they are going to, some stuff we're already doing, but I already know that they're gonna, that we're going to get some other um, um, functions uh, added to us. And so we're going to have to be diligent in what we do. You know, we just can't just say, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do that, but then it don't get done. So we have to be diligent. In this stewardship, we have to be diligent, and we have to persevere. Now, that perseverance um, is uh, meaning that obstacles may come, uh, and I've talked to us about uh, being courageous, uh, strength in the face of adversity. So perseverance is, when we, when you are facing certain types of um, adversity, you still have to keep pressing uh, to get done whatever it is that you you need to get done. Uh, and one of the things that that we um, want to make sure that we understand is is that we have to have um, we need the Holy Ghost. Uh, we need the Holy Spirit in order that we can. Uh, fulfill these obligations that we have, but we can fulfill them because God is not going to put more on us that we can bear, and he's not going to tell us to do something that we can't do, and so therefore, uh, we know we can be courageous. We know we can be trustworthy. We know we can be honest and reliable, punctual, and loyal to the things that we need to be loyal to and have integrity. Uh, you know, our mind may be telling us to do this or do that, but we know how to pull that thing down and get ourselves in order um, and respect and courtesy uh, one to another. First of all, you have to respect your own self. And then if you can't respect your own self, you can't respect anybody else if you don't respect your own self. And so you got to be courteous, um, have responsibility um, and accountability diligency, uh, perseverance, self-management skills. And, uh, you know, uh, on our jobs, um, when we used to do resumes, um, they always uh, love for you to be saying you're a self-starter, um, meaning that you will come in there and you will get done what needs to get done. They read that. You ain't got you a self-starter in there? Man. You might as well hang it up because they are looking for you for you to say you're a team player and you're a self starter. And so um, you wanna you you wanna make sure that uh, self you uh, self management skills that you have self management skills. Um, that means you go into a place and um, you know uh, uh, a meeting going on. I was thinking about today. Um, meeting going on. A meeting should be going on. 
but you know the meeting is supposed to start at a certain time. Uh, but you are on to do something. Uh, and you are coming in, you are coming in, but if you're part of leadership and even if you ain't on to do uh anything, you can come on in and set the atmosphere for what is getting ready place because if you go into a meeting you uh most of the time you kind of know what is going on with that meeting and if you are really not in charge at least you can greet the people and tell them to come on in and have a seat it is certain things that you can do uh when you uh when you um are respectable respectful when you're courteous when you uh, have responsibility when you're accountable, when you're diligent, uh, when you're able to persevere, and when you are self you have self-management skills. That means that you uh, can go on and set the atmosphere, even though the folks ain't there that need to get there. When someone do come in, at least you can act like something is going on here today. And then uh, self-control. Um, sometimes we get blown out of control just because we are thinking something is not happening um, that we thought should be happening. Um, maybe things are not going the way um, that you thought they should be going or something was said or someone did something to you uh, that uh, you thought was not good. Uh, and you, uh, because if you don't have self-control now, your mind and your heart and uh, your spirit is going to be going haywire about what you need to do concerning this this person. But the thing is, we want to make sure that you do understand that God is with us and He He watch He's watching over us and He's keeping us. And if we use the Holy Ghost. Uh, we can we we can have some integrity, and positive character traits will be manifested in our life, and then people will be able to see us as good stewards over whatever we are supposed to be doing. All right, and so this is uh, part of of what we want to talk about um, on today, and. And John 14, it talks about God has given us peace. And so we need to um, really rely on the peace that God has uh, given to us. And the word talks about trusting him, and we have to learn to really, really trust him and stay focused on him and not on ourselves. It's, it's It's a bad situation for us to be just concerned about ourselves and want to have our own way. Um, in that, we find ourselves in a lot of headaches, uh, a lot of heartaches, and a lot of dispositions uh, that uh, we don't really have to go through, simply because we are trying to um, create something that God is not trying to get us to create. He wants us to rely on him, and we don't have to be the showboat. We don't have to be the showboat. He don't want us to be the showboat. We don't even. He don't even want us to have a mindset of being the showboat, of somebody uh, having a name for ourselves, uh, and all of that. I am in no way, no way, uh, zapped up concerning being a bishop. 
I'm looking at this thing as I'm going to have to be better than I am right now. I'm going to have to be better. And so the the the, the key is is that we we have to learn to do that. And sometimes we really don't want to do any better. We just want to just go and stay in our comfort flow. Um, I must say, I want to just stay in my comfort comfort flow. All right. And so, ain't nothing wrong with that. But if God is calling you to something different, then that means that you need to flow with God and not not drag back. It is very important that you don't drag back if God is calling you to another place. All right. So we are going to talk a little bit about love because I think that sometimes we also um, uh, get kind of a little bit confused about this love thing. And so we're talking about positive character traits in stewardship. We talked about being courageous, and we talked about trustworthiness, being honest, reliable, punctual, and loyal, integrity, respect, courteous, responsibility, having responsibility, uh, being accountable, uh, diligency, perseverance, self-management skills, and self-control. Uh, but we must understand love. And I, that's why I read the uh, scripture on love, and it is kind of tight, but that's just the way it goes. Um, that is what love that's what love is. It is not puffed up and not even trying to have its own way. Love is looking out for the, uh, the other man, not for themselves. Uh, so here, but there, and that's, that's dealing with the agape. Um, these other loves are looking out for other people and themselves. So we're going to look at these um, first types of love, these types of love. And I know there's probably others, but these are the ones I know about. I, used, I teach on these. Um, this particular one is philia, and this particular uh, love and uh, is um, is a friendship love. Uh, it has it, it has affection um, uh, towards uh, a person. A person. It has affection. This is philia. It is a friendship love. But the person that you are friends with. You are really friends with them. That it's a love that you have uh, for that person, um, and you know um, people may say um, you can't you can't get them from uh, being together because they just stuck together like glue. I mean, it's, it's that filial love and it's a friendship love. And a lot of times there are some people who has a lot of friends. I don't have a lot of friends. Um, and um, there's some folks that just have one friend because they have one person, that person is a friend, and that's who they look up to, that's who they talk to. Um, but uh, there are people who, who have more than two or three friends, and then um, there are folks who um, have uh, maybe no friends, but the city of love is dealing with um, friendship. And so we can have different friends, even friends outside of our church, in our church, outside of our church, on our jobs. We can have friends, and this filia 
uh, love. We need to have this uh, type of uh, relationship with people. Uh, the arrow uh, love. The arrow uh, love is uh, is erotic. It is erotic, and it is a sexual love. And this particular love, uh, it, it it is a need love. It's about need. It's about need. That's 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 what it is. Arrows. It is a need love. It's a sexual love. It's a passionate uh, love. Erotic love. And it's about a need. So it can be two people, but one person has just say one person. Let's just say one person having uh, an erotic arrows love for another person. They they don't have it for them, but they have it for them. Uh, so the 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 person that uh, is working with the need of the arrows is now has a need of erotic sexual type love for another person. Um, in this this particular love is dealing with the marital relationship, husband and wife relationship. But the key is is very good if a husband and wife have this type of love. Uh, with each other, the erotic sexual love, uh, fulfilling the need because this particular one is 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 about a need. It's about a need. Uh, it also it can be addicting. It it, it it can cause you some great joy, but it can cause you a whole lot of pain and sorrow. And this is because uh, it isn't always good for you. Uh, the thing is, is that this eros, eros love, is um, the um, stewardship way. This would be a husband and wife having these this love uh, for one another. But say, for instance, there's two single people, um, and one has this eros, uh, eros uh, love for the other person. That it when I say that I'm um, helping you to understand that that is a need. So this particular love is dealing with a need, and so um, um, a person that is single need to uh, pray to God to get out of their mind that particular area because it is it isn't good for them right now. It's got to be. When you get married, if we go, if we be good stewards over our bodies, then now it's not good for you. Even though it's a real word, it's a real feeling, it's a real action, it's a real something. It's an arrow's love. Uh, it is erotic. It's sexual love. And this one means need. There's a need. There's a need. And so we got to make sure that we understand these love. Now, the uh, the arrows is a very physical form of love, form of love. And it might just, it might last uh, for a few months or it might last for a few years just depending on the situation. It's just depending on uh, the relationship. Now, say, for instance, it's a husband and wife, and it'll be a good thing if they have this arrow love 
uh, each one got Eros love, so each one have a need, and so therefore it is being fulfilled. And so that can work, and that can work, and that can work. The only thing that happens is this particular love, which we don't understand, it don't last forever. This particular, this arrow's love, it don't last forever. This, uh, uh, husband and wife get married, and then kids come in the middle of there, and then job situations and circumstances come in, then now you're not losing love, but you're losing that um, that arrow's love is not connecting as much as it was, or that lust. Because when we talk about when we talk about people being married, we don't even talk about lust. That the the person, uh, the husband and wife is dealing with lust. We don't even talk about that. But the thing is, when two people come together, when they first start talking and dating and all of that, part of it is lust. We just gonna be real. Part of it is lust, and what happens is the lust wear off, and then the person thinks they ain't in love no more. See, that's where we uh, drop off our stewardship role. When it comes to being having integrity, uh, when it comes to being respectable, when it comes to being courteous and holding to our responsibility and being accountable for what we need to uh, be accountable for because of the fact uh, we are thinking we ain't in love no more. And that is because this eros love has now kind of is kind of fading out, but that is a natural part that that eros may fade out. Uh, and the thing is, is that we have to understand now. God is now uh, moving you to another level, moving you to another level from the um, um, the eros eros love which is, it comes back up because husband and wife, they they uh, desire each other, uh, and so there's that need that pops back in. But the way it was at first, it may not be rolling like that. And so we have to make sure that we do understand that these things do change, and it ain't nothing wrong with you. And there's nothing wrong with your partner. It's just that these loves do change. And so uh, we want to make sure we understand that they that they they do change, and that you have to change with the flow, uh, because and men and women that are married should be growing into a greater love instead of the uh, the attraction of uh, loving instead of the arrows uh, love should be growing into a greater love than that. Um, and so the third, the third one is the state of story. I like the story. Unconditional. I'm saying that's coming closer to the agape than in the other two. Than the other two, it's called the storage love. It's unconditional love, and this particular love is a love that a parent have for a child. And so this particular love. Um, just for an example, is uh, parent love. Now that that kid, that that mother could be telling that kid, "Don't do this, don't do that, don't, 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 don't." They keep on doing the wrong thing, 
They keep on telling us, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, but they keep on doing it. Then they get in trouble, and then mama will spend her last dime and put her house up, not knowing what mama or daddy, and put it up, and may lose it because they put it up, and the kids may not even stay on track with it. But that is what that, that's what that storage uh, unconditional love would do. But that is what it's related to. It's related to that, that motherly, fatherly uh, love a parent will have for their child. That's a deep love. That's a deep love. They'll do anything for their children to make them happy. And so now what it is with the filial love and the arrows love and then the storage love, is moving us on into making sure we have the agape. The agape is the main love that we need to have. When these loves ain't working, Philly ain't working, the arrows ain't working, the storage ain't working, the agape will work every time. It will work every time. And this love is the fatherly love of God. The fatherly love of God. And this is the only one that is going to last. The rest of them are going to fade away. It is the agape. It is the agape that is going to last forever. So if we don't build ourselves, if we don't build our time, if we don't build our love, if we don't build our friendship on this love of God, then we definitely would not be able to be a great steward over what God has given to us and put into our hands to do. And God is calling for us to be better at what we're doing than what we are today. He wants us to be better at being who he has called us to be because he knows that we can do it. Amen? Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for that. Um, Positive characteristic, stewardship. And we know that stewardship. Character traits. We know that stewardship is the management of resources given to you by the owner. Uh, Resources given to you to manage uh, by the owner. So the owner has some level of confidence in you right. that you're able to manage his good. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, because uh, even in every parable that uh, Jesus talked about stewardship, the owner, the Lord of whatever, leaves and goes somewhere else, mm-hmm. leaving you in charge to manage. So he has a great level of confidence that mm-hmm. you're able to manage his mm-hmm. good problems. And so uh, uh, we have to know if the owner has confidence in us, mm-hmm. now we have to make sure that we stay accountable. One of the things you said, accountable, mm-hmm. and we have to be diligent. And if you want to be a good steward, you have to be diligent because there are a lot of times I'm speaking to a young man today, easy to quit, it's easy to quit, mm-hmm. easy to give up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, in order to be successful in anything you do, mm-hmm. You have to be resilient. You have to be uh, uh, diligent. You got to 
and I'm telling you, you got to, uh, you got to, if you, if you have a game you want to do, if you have a career you want to do, you got to study that. That's being diligent. Diligent meaning you're going, you, you, you're leaving nothing unturned. You're going to go after every information you can about that particular thing so you can be completely on point on what you need to do. Because if you don't know what you're supposed to be doing, you can do anything right. and it feel right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> you think it's it right is. because you don't you don't have any any bearing, you don't have any structure, mm-hmm. and so uh, it pays to be diligent and right. to be uh, to be loyal. You got to be loyal. You got to be faithful, mm-hmm. and you got to be trustworthy. Somebody mm-hmm. that, and the owner mm-hmm. trusts you mm-hmm. with his goods. So, so you have to respond by being trustworthy. And you would have to have been trustworthy for the owner to ought to give you his property to manage. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure the owner is not going to give anybody just any property to manage. He's going to give you uh, property to manage. And so we got to make sure that we uh, know that we are stewards of what God has. And as being a steward, we want to be have positive character traits to be, to be trustworthy, loyal, have integrity, be respectful, uh, be accountable, be diligent, have self, uh, uh, be a self-starter, have self-control, and you got to have love in all of it. And so if you love your, the manager, if you love the owner, you will be diligent about taking care of his property, about managing his property well. You would be so concerned about making sure that you take care of his property well, and you want to manage it with the best you can. Mm-hmm. And so we thank God for this word tonight, uh, knowing that that we are all stewards. God mm-hmm. has given us life. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, He's given us our bodies. He's given us our, our resources. So we are stewards, no matter if we think we're not. We're stewards because God has given us life, the breath that we breathe. God has given us to us. So we are stewards of that breath. What do you do with that breath? How do you respond to that breath? Do you give him praise? Because the Bible says that everything that has breath, praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. And so we thank God for this word tonight. We see somebody's in queue and they raise their hand. So we're going we're gonna, to uh, put them on. Uh, your area code is 972 and your last four digits is 1153. You're now live on the air caller. Uh, good evening, Pastor uh, Stevens and Pastor Ian. How are you guys tonight? Good. How are you? Good, good. Well, I'm calling from Dallas, Texas, and I've been sitting here listening to your your teaching on tonight uh, about all the love, the agape, and the filiae, and the, uh, all the uh, great love that uh, is ironic. About two weeks ago, we was in that same topic and talking about integrity, and I have really enjoyed the program. And I do want to be in order because uh, I believe integrity is everything. This is my first time chiming in. I was strolling, and I uh, just got Thank to stop you. right here. And one of the reasons why I wanted to call in, I know you got about a few seconds left. Uh, I, I'm E-Man from the E-Man After Show on We Talk Radio Network. And we do a Bible study live on the air every first Sunday. And I just love your guys teaching, and I would love to invite you on to teach one Sunday. So I'm trying to see how I can get in touch with you guys. Okay. On what what time on Sunday? Sunday nights at nine o'clock 
on We Talk Radio Network at uh, 9 Central Standard Time. I don't know what, where you where you guys are located, but we're in Dallas, Texas. And uh, yeah, we, we're I do on a Bible Standard study. Time. What you say, Pastor? Yeah, we're on, we on Eastern Standard Time. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, and so uh, uh, this Sunday night, you can, you can chime in at We Talk Radio Network at 9 o'clock. We, we have brought on uh, different pastors since the first of the year because we just thought okay. people needed with all the calamities going on in the world, especially during COVID. A lot of people just got out of the Word of God, faith just uh, withered, and we started a new segment on the E-Man After Show, which I produced and hosted mm-hmm. that show along with my wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, this segment have grown. So as I was listening to awesome. you guys teaching, listening to your wife explain all of these different love, Holy Spirit just touched Holy me and told me to call in. So I'm just being obedient <laughs> and calling in. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, thank sir. you so much. Yeah, we 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 now. No. I was asking to, if you would give us the web your website. To call in. It's www.wetalkradio.com. The phone number is 563-999-3456. You can chime in tomorrow night. You're on that number and listen live, or you just go on the network and, you know, click live just like we did your podcast on tonight. And uh, we have a great Mm -hmm. pastor that's going to be speaking on tomorrow night. And uh, I just really enjoyed the teaching. I got the last... Uh, 15 minutes of it, so I just been sitting on the network listening, and so I. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so, so the number again is Okay. All right. Yes, well, what time tomorrow? At nine, 9 p.m. What? Central Standard Time at night. Uh, nine o'clock tomorrow night. I don't know if it'll be eight o'clock your time, but it's, it's nine o'clock. Yeah, it'll time. be eight o'clock. Eight o'clock our time. Eight o'clock our time. Okay. We just be put it on calendar and yeah. just be tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in. So mm-hmm. Yes, I don't want to take you guys off top topic, and I understand protocol and you know and integrity, but this is the only way I can contact you through your your live number here. So I appreciate. I really enjoyed uh, what I've been listening to. And if you get a chance, call in tomorrow night and listen. And hopefully we can make a connection. I'll send you our information on this number that you're calling on. Okay. Yes, sir. Would that be okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will we? And that number is 972-639-1153. That's my personal number. Yeah, you can send me all the information. Yeah. And yeah. I'll definitely send you back out to you, Pastor. All right. And what's your name again? What's your name? I'm, I'm Eldridge. My, my name is Eldridge Massington, but the show name is E-Man, the E-Man After Show. But my name is E-Man. Eldridge Massington. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, thank you so much, man. We definitely uh, look forward to uh, tuning in tomorrow night. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all keep teaching. Keep up the good work. Yes, sir. All thank right. you so much. God bless. Take care. God bless you, too. Good night, sir. Good night, man. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Awesome. Thanks. Thank the Lord. We appreciate appreciate, uh, that call, and we'll definitely Mm -hmm. uh, do our best to be on there tomorrow night. And uh, we thank God for just an opportunity to to, um, 
spread the gospel, spread the word, and encourage and inspire people to continue to do God's will, because that's our assignment, is to perfect the body of Christ. So we want you to tell your neighbor, tell your friend, every Saturday night at 8 p.m. to dial 917 4161 to the Turn of the Life broadcast with Pastor Stephen.